Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast. I am Curious G. How does one speak truth to power? We do it in our art, through our music, and in the poetry of our language, or by the comedy that we find in the darkness of day. This art may offend. From the Truth to Power podcast, we're imperfectly human and uncensored. Hopefully, our themes may enlighten the mind offer new perspectives from other voices that join the conversation as we look to build enthusiasm for being connected. On this show, you will hear profanity. Be warned. The themes that we're talking about have meaning, and so does the art. We will practice self-censorship, which means we try to be respectful for people that come from all areas. These are natural conversations as we explore these topics through our art and through our conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And I ain't no mamby-pamby. Now all of you skunks, clear out of here. My, weren't there a lot of skunks in here? There was madness in any direction. At any hour, you could strike sparks anywhere. You're on thin fucking ice, my pedigree chums. And I shall be under it when it breaks. Today is kind of getting worse and worse. We had to get a refrigerated truck to store the bodies of patients who are dying. We are right now scrambling to try to get a few additional ventilators or even CPAP machines. If we could get CPAP machines, we could free up ventilators for patients who need them. You got mid-shock, whips crack, fierce clock, taste sweet, got a kick and pop, kung fu chicken whip type hot, broken head, line, rage, breaks, wave after wave, fake news, hollow age, chokes us into frame. Amen. Was saying why? Define it, mayhaps I could bite. Truth, just empty lips that struggle to know the words they give. I said, God damn. God damn. God damn. Alright, here we go again. Don't get got, man. Oh, shit. Don't get got. That's all I'm saying. All I know is you don't want to be on the outside of the herd from what I heard. <laughs> See, he don't even know what we're going to be talking nope. about. I'm just wilding out. I just made a comment, <laughs> and he's snaking up to the point. I'm just assuming, which is never good. All right, we've been we've been on some oh, things. Hold up. My oh, name is, yeah. oh, shit. You're my name man. is Ace Cannon. That's my what's, Ace. What's your name? I am Curious G. That's my Curious Dude. <laughs> So we've been on some shit for the last few weeks, and I, I promise you there will be a time that we get light again, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's going to be a few more weeks out. Dude, we deep. And, and we building, we building people. Um, don't get got. So I'm just going to say the, I'm just going to say the hook to this song, right? Okay. And I'm going to let you think about that for a second. All right. Okay. Let me close my eyes. I'm going to get into this for reals. Don't get got on the block. Talk long, path get hot. Bed tight, tucked with chalk. I came to get, and some get got. Uh, well, that was unfortunate. 
Ooh, what? I just got got. You got got, dude. I got my bed full of chalk. Mm. Bed tight. Tuck no, the chalk. To, I don't like that. I don't want that blanket. What, what does that hook make you think of? It makes me think of the first 48. Mm. Getting locked up, bro. You're getting caught. Getting caught up. You get shot. You're just being... It's You can think of it as good and bad. One, well, according to what well, when I heard what your hook was about, it was more about... Like, be careful what you say. Be careful what you do. Um, positive or negative, because if you're on the outside, someone's always going to be looking at you. Mm. You know, you're either that weirdo or the, like, dude, that guy's dangerous. But yeah, you don't want to be. That's why it's easy to be a sheep. You can blend in. So we've been talking about schools, labor, poverty, all these things. And in a sense, we're all getting got in some kind of way. But that that hook was intentionally set to like ghetto language, right? Mm. Don't get got on the block. You talk long, your path get hot. In other words, somebody's watching you. You yeah, know, that you surveillance. Say, yeah, and if you say too much, you become a target. And you become long a target. Enough, if you do it long enough, you're going to be... You fuck around on this block and you talk a long time, you're going to get got. We see you. Or... You're going to be in that, that chalk outline, right? Yeah. We saw you. Dropping. We saw you. So, so it, it, I intentionally went a little bit like that ghetto language for this hook, even though that's not what this song is about. Um, so there's like, there's like three distinct little stories in this, in this song. Um, and the first verse deals a lot with propaganda, which we've talked about propaganda, We've talked about censorship, right, to, to some degree. Yeah. But I want to try to take this in a little bit different of a direction. I like how you said from some degree. Now we've talked about a couple of degrees. Well, there's, right? a, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of aspects <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, to we, propaganda. We, true. Right? That's true. All right. So I believe that democracy cannot exist without a free and independent press. Facts. You know, we have to have some kind of touchstone of truth. Facts. Okay. Now, here's here's the thing. In this song, I talk about a few different things to start the song off, right? One of the things I talk about is the phrase amen. Amen. You know what amen means? I do. Every oh, time geez. you do this Come shit. Come on, dude. You t- okay, this is where- Your parents were, in- grandparents were ministers. Preachers. Yeah, bro, but I also got kicked out of Bible class my like third week. You got kicked out of Bible class? Yeah, because it didn't make sense to me when I was a kid. Tell me what happened when you got- How old oh, were you? Bro. First, how old were you no, when you got kicked out of Bible school? I mean, well, I got asked not to return. Oh. Very politely. Did to you say, pull out your dick? He's a- No, bro. <laughs> not in the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay. Um, no, I just had a lot of questions. Like it didn't make sense. Like it re- the Adam and Eve, st- or not the Adam and Eve story, but the Noah story really fucked with me as a kid because I'm like, there's no way you could fit that many animals on a boat. So I was like four or five. Oh, and yeah. I go, I was like, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. There's too many animals. What about the water? What about the insects? What? And I had all these things. I go, it doesn't, that's a lie. You're lying to me. And then they asked me to go. Oh, yeah, you were pissed. Oh, bro. Well, I mean, I basically had someone tell me that every animal can fit on a boat. You know how crazy that sounds? Yes, I Fucking do. Fucking crazy that sounds I as do. a kid. 
I mean, even as an adult, it sounds even crazier now that I understand more. It was a good story though, right? Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. So no, it wasn't, was, wasn't that story the same exact story, but like a long time before that? Oh, are you talking the about epic? the of Gilgamesh? Yes, the epic of Whoa, Gilgamesh. Same story. Crazy. But, but, so Amen is raw. Something with raw, the sun, oh, you're blessing it. I know it. No, some, no? no. Was that with raw no. with raw? Nope. No, Ahmed. Ahmed is, is it, like son of or something. Nope. Okay, I'm not. So no. this is wow. this is this oh, wait, is wait. the thing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't get anything. Okay, now uh, one of the lines in this uh, song talks about the 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 phrase "Amen" and how people speak without knowing what they say. Mm, yeah, because there's a lot of Christians that say the word "Amen" and have no idea what the hell it means. I was one of them, by the way, for a long time. I would say amen. Oh, he's got his phone. Here he goes. This motherfucker's on the phone. He can't wait for me to tell him. bro, I can't. You're taking a long time. (sighs) I'm going to try to pull back from saying the the motherfucker words there. Yeah, well, Um, I I got nothing else to do, bro. (laughs) It's an affirmation. It's an affirmation. It's kind of like saying everything that I just said is the truth, right? And and the reason why in the song that I, I bring up the 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 phrase "Amen" is it's kind of in a, re, a response to all the fake news. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, the the song in the first verse deals a lot with propaganda and fake news and, and all of that. But you know where the word propaganda actually comes from? I'm guessing that's Latin. Um, maybe, maybe <laughs> it came from the church. It was the way that they were going to spread their ideas. Mm. That was their plan. Was was propaganda was a word that they created to spread their ideas about Christianity. So, like when you got kicked out of um, Bible, Bible, it's because you weren't buying the propaganda. Nah. Hmm. Nah. So you know, the, the I wanted to relate the propaganda with the news, right? Um, because there is a lot of ideas that get pushed in the media. There's a lot of ideas that get pushed in a lot of sources uh, throughout history of religion. Um, and, and people kind of buy into some things. Mm. And, and one of the responses I think is amen. Um, thank God, you know, that type of stuff. Like in the world that we live today, like this is a place that a lot of people turn is to, to Christianity and spirituality and things like that. Um, as the world is falling apart right now, it's it's a real easy thing to say, you know what? There might be just COVIDs. There's, there might be some fentanyl on the streets. There might be all this stuff, but my reward is in heaven and I'm going to be all right. <laughs> so, so I'm okay. Amen. Yeah. So I'm going to be okay. Amen. Okay, bro, I did, I did do some here quick comes, research. Here comes the search. Okay, well, what I was talking about, the origin of the Egyptian god Amun, which is Hebrew, which is derived from sometimes spelled amen. Okay. So, bro, I know I wasn't tripping. It's also, yeah. Okay, anyways, now I'm good. No, I, I feel what you're saying, but in-, in But it is, Christian, but it is giving thanks to- Yes. It's, your, your, whatever you believe is higher than you. Like, it's an affirmation at the end of the prayer. In other yes. words, everything that I just said just now is true. And amen. the thing that I find to be very curious about that is that so many Christians don't know what that word means. And I didn't know what it meant for a long time. And it's because I didn't really ever ask myself, what does it mean? Right. I, it's probably like a lot of things. There's yeah. a, there's so many times I hear words and I'll look them up later and I'm like, mm-hmm. I've been using that wrong for 35 years. Mm. Oops. So. Okay. So I'm just tickling the balls a little bit. Um, We're going for the shaft neck. Let's go, baby. So 
I want to talk a little bit about conspiracies. Oh, my heart is fluttering. I want to talk a little bit about propaganda. My heart is still fluttering. And I want to talk about some things that I was feeling in 2020 when I was watching the world through this, through the news, you know, okay. through, through the fake news and the way that the world was framed. So I'm going to, I'm going to just say something a little bit and, and set the stage for the type of conspiracy that I'm talking about. Now, I'm not saying that I believe it or that I don't. But I was thinking about this shit in 2020 before somebody else framed it with their words, right? So th- there seems to be this, this corporate takeover of global, global governance that affects things like our food, our, our data, mm-hmm. our vaccines, mm-hmm. right? A- add to that the World Economic Forum Summit. Terrifying. Two years ago. Do you know what they had as a theme two years ago, the World Economic Forum? They had not the New World Order, but the- Ooh, take on the balls. It's the- um, re, gosh, The great- No, great, no reset. The you. great reset. I knew it, I knew it. That I was, was like, their theme. Yeah, yeah. I was like, two I know this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. New World Order, same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> the idea is that this global capitalism should be transformed so that corporations no longer focus solely on serving um, the shareholders, but become the custodians of society. What the fuck? Yeah. So this is what? this is this is That's the I- yeah, this is the, the idea of the Great Reset, huh? and 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 they'll also create value of things, right? Um, Intrinsic, fucking liars. Mm. He's making up zeros and ones. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. The plan from which the Great Reset originated was called, get this, the Global Redesign Initiative. Oh, you'd heard this? Yeah, I've heard of that. See, I can't talk to an economist. You motherfuckers are up on this shit. Well, once I understood how debt worked and how loans worked, Mm. I, I realized it was all fake. So perhaps the most symbolic example of, of the shift in, in this controversial strategic partnership agreement with the United Nations that was signed <laughs> by the World Economic Forum in 2019, right? When, when they sign with the UN, this agreement, that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, it's as official as you can get. Yeah. This like, is, this isn't the just, the high. this isn't just for this country or that country. Mm-hmm. This is. The money and the people that world, yeah, and the people that bring forum. the the leaders of the world together, moving in a direction. So this is the direction that we're going in, right? So it was signed by the uh, World Economic Forum in 2019. Um, in autumn 2021, the UN is set to host the World Summit on Food Systems in Rome. This is necessary, and it's it's giving three. Point nine billion people, more than half of the world's population, are currently battling hunger and malnutrition. Even though there's enough food to feed the world, it's so wild to me. Yes, if we go back to the the talk that we had not too long ago about population mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, and and think about this: like in 1970, the world population was half. That is so crazy, by of, the way, of what what it is now. Right, um, and we had hunger then, but yet we're we're feeding, you know, twice as many people, almost as we were then. 
you know? So we have, we have the food, but why is it that the World Economic Forum and so many of our intellectuals today and, and, and the UN, why are they so concerned with food? Well, I think it's more, okay, so there, it's because it's one thing that people need. And the same thing with like water. So when, you, when you're so focused on that and you can control how that is delegated or even given to the masses, in a sense, you kind of control them because mm. you can be like, well, if you don't act right, you ain't getting this grain this week. You know, so, and if there's, and if it's supply and demand, if you're talking about it, and if your demand is less, I mean, I mean, if your demand is more for something, the cost of it goes up. So it's, it's common economics to, to artificially raise prices by limiting the amount in circulation. It's the exact same thing that happens with fucking inflation, mm. bro. I'm about to get, you get mad. I can feel my fucking body. Yeah. I can feel my body getting crazy. Oh, don't right get now. God now. <laughs> don't no, no, get oh, God. Hell no, bro. No, I really love America. It's a big place. Cause that's, you one know, of the, that's one of the things they might get love, you love, for love, is, love, love, is speaking out against the system. Oh, absolutely. It's a right? great system and it's ran perfectly. <laughs> and God bless America. Okay. So, you know, you add the, the, the stuff that we've got going on with the food and mm -hmm. the inflation and, and the data that's being collected by, you know, big tech. Mm hmm which is also creating a global body to govern itself, by the way, without transparency, <laughs> right? We're, we're not knowing actually who those shareholders are mm -hmm. that is starting to govern everything in the world. And, you know, one of the things that people have said is there's a big push right now to eat differently, to eat differently, to go for products that aren't animal-based, this is food that is, is created and made, but when you do that, you can actually own the patent on it. Yeah. It's a product. Right? You can't own a patent on an egg. No. <laughs> yeah, I got what you're saying. And, and an egg is a superfood, by the way. It's a superfood. It, it gives... A, it, it has everything. It has everything yeah. to build in a whole uh, animal. Someone, Yeah, I've heard, um, like, basically, like... There's a few things like, but eggs is a substance of one of them, but you can basically live off like eggs and something else, like some nuts or something. And you can basically get all the shit that you need from that. If you take uh, and water, like it's crazy to me, but anyways. But if you start looking at the science around a lot of this stuff, um, we're being told that, you know, a, a lot of the um, issues that we're having from farming and from so the, going, are you going to the, are you, are you going towards the Dutch? No. Oh, you sound like you're about to. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no. No, a lot of the farming issues that we have and a lot of the animal issues that we have put this pressure on Dude, this the is climate why, change. Yes, this is why I go fucking crazy, okay? Because this is, okay, I thought you were going towards the Dutch shit. Do you know what happened? Like, you know about this stuff, right? The I, food I don't crisis. think I do. Okay, so they had a food crisis in, in the Netherlands. Okay. All right. Now, they justified closing like uh, places where food was produced because they were lowering greenhouse gases. This is this, what I'm talking this is, about. This is why I thought you were talking about. This is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So they did this shit in the, the Netherlands. They're, they're attaching our yes, food, food to environmental yes. so issues. Now, so now, because you're hurting this, we need to do this because it's better for the environment. It's fucking fake, bro. Yeah. This is like straight propaganda. You're just, you're going to limit food at the betterment of the, you're going to limit the production, sorry, bro, the limit the production of food at the betterment of fucking profit. 
This motherfucker's excited. Bro, I'm just, I get angry when people steal. Like Robin Hood is one of my favorite people, bro. Because steal from the rich and give back to your people, man. Because mm. without the bottom set of those roots, you, your penthouse ain't going to look so pretty. You keep fucking up like this. Like mm. eventually you'll have no one to sell your product to. I don't think they're going to need anybody pretty soon. Well, they won't. And the, well, I really don't well, think they yeah. will. Well, you don't, well, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, that's what I, that's why I thought you were getting at because that there, was an under, at. there was an undertone of what they were doing for the betterment of society, but at the expense of limiting availability to people like, bro, that's insane. Yeah. There's, there's this narrative that, that they speak of that makes it sound like oh, we're here to help you. motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, it's like electric cars. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing it for the environment. Bro, no, you're not. You're doing it so you can turn off my car at any fucking time. Mm. Mm. See, this is going to be a big topic. Uh, and we might we might need more than two. Bro, we might need three, the way we, your we, boy is getting angry today. We, we are going to need three, oh, I can boy. tell you right now. Because yeah. I'm just starting to set the stage, right? Okay. Um, but at the beginning of this seeming new world order, right, the words, the great reset, great reset, had been spoken by world leaders all over the place, including the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Is that Charles Schwab? Or not, um, what's his name? Claude Schwab. Yeah, Claude Schwab and all that shit. Claude Schwab, yes. Um, So he was the head, he he was the head, he was the head of, or is, the head of the World Economic Forum, right? But it it is, that was their theme a, a while back ago, was the Great Reset, and it came up again. You know, it's been, it's been a couple of times discussed, but the same time that Justin Trudeau was saying, um, about the great reset, it was the same time that Biden's campaign slogan was build back better. Build back better. Yeah. Build back. What a funny thing. Like we're going to build back a new America, but better. Oh, uh, we need a good reset. Oh, so, but make America great again is a dumb, but that's a dumb saying though. Yeah. Are these are these the global uh, elites that are using things like the pandemic as an opportunity to establish a new world order and say we've got to we've got to restructure everything? Bro, one team got to play during the pandemic. Mm. My team didn't play. I was at home. Mm. What team played? Billionaires. Oh yeah, they corporations. Got, they got to go places and yeah. do things. Oh, they were all of a sudden they were essential. The okay. society, the functionality. So you mentioned Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Among others, made predictions regarding life in the year of 2030. Now, this is stuff that he has said, and you can actually bring this stuff up, but, but conspiracists use a key phrase within Schwab's prediction. This was his prediction, and these are his words, Mr. Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum. He said, by the year 2030... You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. This is how our world could change by 2030. I mean, you'll own nothing. So look, look at what's going on now with, all, with everybody just buying up homes and people getting this overinflated rate. Yeah. For their homes. Everybody's selling, selling, selling. Yeah, BlackRock's buying. Oh, buying, 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 buying. You know about BlackRock? Yes, I do. Yeah, no, of course you do. And, and everybody's rent's going up, yep. right? Now, here's my prediction, right? Things are going to get so e- economically tough for everybody that we'll welcome this shit by the year 2030. You won't have a choice. You won't have a choice. You, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to suffer or your kid's going to eat? Now, as one of the foundational pieces of evidence for theories about the Great Reset, 
Schwab has been promoting a form of a stakeholder capitalism. Basically, if you're going to play ball with the agenda, you're going to get free money. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be a part of all of the process. Well, of, like, you're going to have everything you need. Yes, everything you need. What do you need? So for this decades, um, for decades, uh, you know, this, this thinking has been going on. Um, and leading up to a form of capitalism that that best addresses the needs of a world facing social and environmental challenges mm-hmm. is is what the wording is, right? This is what they say. Like this form of capitalism best addresses the needs of a world facing social and environmental challenges. Social challenges. Like what? Like what? Is it the Black Lives Matter stuff? Is it is that the challenge? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, I was um, like, I don't pick anything. Uh, anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the division that we've been talking about, Yeah, it doesn't about, matter right? what it is. There's always two sides. We've been talking about all this division, mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of it comes through the media. Willie Lynch, baby. Right? It's like you're going to get us to fight, and then you're going to come in and be, make it all cool. <laughs> so, um, I side note, keep that thought. Make yeah. it cool. Um, I have a woman that I work with who is African-American. And I asked her, I was like, who's Willie Lynch? She goes, that motherfucker. Ooh. That's all she said. And I go, all right, cool. I was just curious. Made me sound so dope. She goes, you know about him? And I go, yeah, man. The fact that he's, and I did this whole thing. She doesn't know I do the podcast. I sounded like the man. (laughs) Yeah, dude. See, so use the podcast. It actually helps. Hey, speaks truth to power. Hey, crazy. So here, here's here's a little bit of a statistic for you as far as this stakeholder capitalism. Let's go. Right, where, where positions of private corporations become the trustees of society because that's what they're becoming. They're becoming the trustees of society, not our governments. No, companies. Entities, companies. Entities. Companies. Yeah, companies. Yeah. Alarmingly, here's the statistic. Or privately traded companies. Over 80% of large American companies have already become part of the Great Reset in one way or another. This information is revealed in Glenn Beck's thoroughly documented book, The Great Reset, containing over 500 footnoted references. So if you are interested in this conversation and want to look into the conspiracy of The Great Reset, read Glenn Beck's book, right? 500 footnoted references on these companies. But the core strategy of the people promoting The Great Reset is rather simple. If you control people's thinking, if you control people's speech, and behavior by controlling their money and the access to money. The Great Reset is basically the brainchild of the World Economic Forum. It's an organization uh, that made up the world's political, economic, and cultural elites. That's who's a part of this. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Right? Yeah. So, and, and they want to control the way we think, the way we talk, and our behavior by controlling our money. Well, 100%, but it's just, you know... At the end of the day, it's just so they can have free reign to do whatever the fuck they want at any time, any which way, and get away with it every time. Well, I, That's think, what I think I think it's really interesting that like robots are almost here. Hundred percent. They don't need us no more. No. This is the war on the poor. Yeah, but it's like the same way. You know how like in a movie or some shit, like these rich ass people are gonna have a fucking button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a robot comes to them and they feel uncomfortable. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, get away, fuck away from me, you creep. This dude's like a real James Bond, like villain, yeah. right? Klaus Schwab. No, trillion percent, bro. Um, 
I, okay. It's like, if you look at, if you look at everything on levels, right. That we talk about this. If you even look at little kids, Lord of the Flies fucking style, there always is somebody in that group. That's always trying to get some, Mm. something, you know what you hang with them. You all know that person you can't trust. You also have that person that's a little gullible. You also have these fucking things. Bro, nothing changes on levels. Just the amount of dollars and commas. That's it. They're still fucking children. Like, you know how it's like, the craziest day is when I realized that my mother wasn't like an adult. Like she was still like a child growing up when she was 19, when she had me. Like that fucked with my head. I'm like, bro, like just a kid. You know, and but but then you realize, like you know, when you're like, holy shit, bro, like nothing changes. You're kind of just still kind of just floating along. You know, it's the same way about we talk about the past. Like no one's fucking changed. Power is power. It's like always going to happen. Mm. You know, regardless. I swear, even within the robots, like if that shit, like there's eventually going to be a leader unless they all come to terms. But if they have different operating systems, mm. it's two different operating systems. You're going to realize which one is better. It's another fucking war. Do you think Sorry, that I just went are, on a huge tangent. Sorry. Do you think people have been waking up to a lot of things since 2020, since COVID? I think that, I definitely think I hear it more often. People even saying certain things like conspiracy theory. Mm. Like it's a common, it's in common, I mean, everyday language now. It's But conspiracy theory like 30 years ago was Roswell, UFOs. You know, now everything's like a conspiracy in a sense because you can't have two sides. It's because you can't trust the media. That's why. And people are realizing that. Like when you start seeing shit and you're there and you're like, bro, that's not what happened. You know, and they're losing people one at a time. <laughs> like eventually that mm-hmm. shit's gonna add up. Like you gonna get got. You gonna get got. You gonna get yours. See, like, to me, and I've said this before in this podcast and maybe you remember it, maybe you don't. I think what we are being is herded towards this great reset. Oh, you, you said that a trillion percent. I, I've agreed with you very, very intensely about this because I just, that's why I think it's inevitable. And even there's no like turning back. And that's why I say that because I truly believe that a dystopian future is almost inevitable mm. with the technology and the way it's going. Like you, it just, it just, everything is going. Even, even how much you're starting to use your phone Food wise, eating wise, it's delivery more so. Like people mm-hmm. don't even like go get groceries as much anymore. Like you know, I'm like I'm sure they do, but I've just I've noticed that the there's actually commercials for food now, delivery services and more services for your home and doing everything at your house and you don't have to leave and you don't have to do this. Um, business is trying to change that, but I have so many candidates that always just ask for remote work, and I'm to me I'm like, dude, that's not good. Right, like it's not actually good that you're staying at home. I go, and I, I get why people do it, but I don't think that most people look past this year in front of them. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I, and because you can't, you and I just have the luxury of being interested in this. Some people aren't, right, you know, like we right. say, it's just not, it's who cares. You know, I'm in my own bubble. I'm happy. I watch this. It is what it is, but like the writing's on the wall, bro. You know, when I think people are going to listen to the things that I'm saying, we're saying that, well, I mean, I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, we're saying, but, but like a lot of these things came from these songs, yeah. right? Like the, the topics of my songs is what I'm specifically talking about. Like I have a song called for the table and, and we, we did a podcast episode on food at one point in time 
right? But that was the first time that I, I discussed the, the topic of food insecurity and, and this kind of thing that, that we're touching on here, right? Like this is what I'm talking about. When, when food gets so bad and people's, the prices of food get so high, all of a sudden I might get a little bit more popular, <laughs> right? Now, when things are good, shake your ass is what we want to hear. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. See, this is, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And the topics that we're talking about on this mm -hmm. podcast. Well, you know what I always think about? I always think about, you never know what you're actually doing, how it's going to affect anything. You actually don't know. It's mm. the same way as someone has 15 minutes of fame or a viral video. Now you never expect it. It just kind of happens. I look at this, like it's great. And we're going to try to do everything we're doing. I have a very good feeling that we're going to accomplish what we want to do because I'm fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. And crazy always wins. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, an, I just kind of feel like it's all, it's all coming together. It's all process planned. It's all weird. It's just weird. It is all weird. It's just weird. So here's something. Meat reduction is gaining attention among consumers, among marketers, among policymakers, and among scientists. Ultimately, proponents of the Great Reset plan to control people's behavior by means of advanced technology, artificial intelligence, and a worldwide digital currency. Okay? Where the bank could easily strip a person's means to purchase goods, pay bills, etc. Like, they're, they're talking now about this digital ID. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this mm -hmm. yet? They use, you, it in, they use it in China. Have you discussed Yeah, with, mm -hmm. with their... What is it? A social credit a social score? social credit score. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of what I'm talking about is a, a digital currency where uh, banks could strip a person of, of their means to purchase goods, pay bills um, due to unacceptable behavior like that social credit score. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like what you're saying, motherfucker. Um, you can't buy food. <laughs> okay. Further, <laughs> the Great Reset supporters have established a communist Chinese-like social credit, like we were just talking about. It's a scoring system where organizations and individuals are given a social credit score, rewarding those that have a high rating and punishing those with low scores. So it basically could break down like this. If, if you're a business owner and you don't want to play ball, maybe you don't get a loan to expand your business. No, no, no. Your business shuts down. Maybe. No, no. It's, no, no. You play games or you don't play at all. That's the extreme of it all. There's mm -hmm. no like, oh, we'll be nice about it. No, 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 no. They're the ultimate gangsters, bro. Ultimate. Ultimate. Now I'm this turn is, it all off. This is the warm language that they- the, Oh, it's going to be pleasant? Oh, yeah. Yay, the, um, the World Economic Forum, when they're talking about the Great Reset, this is the program that they've, they've had, and this is what's coming. Okay? And this is easily to look up if you need to look this shit up. It's called the Environmental, Social, and Governance- index <laughs> an environmental social and governance index so if if you care about the environment you're going to cut down on your meat consumption if you care about uh society functioning correctly you know all inclusive love everybody da 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 but you better you better fucking bow down to that bank <laughs> and those corporations with whatever agenda they have. And if you say anything against them, well, guess what? Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. 
Oh, oh, that's just your banking, right? <laughs> Canceled. Um, controlling people's thinking, speech, and behavior by controlling their money. What What's happened since the pandemic? Uh, woke culture is more powerful than ever. Um, inflation has gone up. By a lot. Gas has gone up. By a lot. Um... One thing that they did to pretend like things are going to be okay so people keep spending their money is they left the interest rates on the housing market. Um, so that it actually doesn't actually help people in the long run. There's fucking people over again. Um, okay, that's all I got right now. Well, did so I, world... Did I, I miss something? <laughs> in the world, there's been a lot of things that's been happening with farms. Yeah. And, sure. and the way that people eat. Um, there's only two states in the United States that have now passed something called right to garden. Mm. Right to this garden. This is new to me. Yes. This is new. So like you're supposed to register your gardens and things like that. Like people want to know what the hell, who's growing what. Um, if you look at, at some of these big corporations, they've engineered the food that they have not to grow more food <laughs> so that you are completely dependent upon the food that they have. And one day... If if we all make this transition to eating this this fake food that isn't like meat, eggs, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, you won't have the ability to make it. Yeah, and 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 people already don't know how to get it. <laughs> well, bro, that's like this. We talk about those skills that are never yeah. taught. This is another skill that's never taught how to grow your own food. It's illegal to get rainwater. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. You can actually get tickets, tickets. for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. When it comes to water, um, you might own the property, but you don't own those water rights. You don't own the water rights, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I've even heard there's something like if you, there, there, there actually isn't, you never actually own anything in your life. Mm. Um, I heard this whole, like I was listening to a guy talk and he goes, because when you own something, he goes, even when it's outright, you're still paying property tax to the state. So he's like, the state still owns your house. Mm-hmm. Still, bro. <laughs> you didn't own it outright. Because if you own it outright, you wouldn't have to do anything with it. You don't own it outright. You own it in the system of <laughs> capitalism. Yes. So it's like, you still will always be paying on this house till you die. You know what you got? You got the keys. Yes. <laughs> no, we're letting we're letting you stay here. But we can break them locks. At any time. At any time. At any time. Yes. Yep. And we can say, we need all of that money back just the same way at any time they can. When when you buy a house and it's a thirty year loan, you're 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 basically making a bet mm-hmm. with the bank. They're yeah. betting that some people won't be able to pay it well, off, and you are also betting that that bank doesn't go out of business. And the more we do it now, who knows, bro? It's gonna be fucking crazy when more banks start collapsing. Someone said mm. that everyone everyone on tomorrow should go take all their money out of the bank and see what happens. Mm. This place would go fucking crazy. So lies. Lies can be established as unquestionable fact. Lies can be established as unquestionable fact. Okay. The truth between fact and false belief is lost if we cannot remain objective. Yes. Think about Germany. It's a country. Oh, World War II. Did they lose objectivity? Some would say. Some would say. I, I think there was people that were in that country that as they were approaching uh, the genocide that took place, they were 100% behind the leadership of that country. 
And after it all happened and the war was over, people looked back and they said, how could we have, how could we have got here? It's uh, we were, didn't we, were we talking about this recently? You and I, about how easy it would be to turn into something like this. Yeah. I think it was you and I, but I, I was saying, we, I was saying, bro, once you start giving an offer of money about snitching and where people are desperate for money, mm. bro, you thought it's bad now. Just wait. Just wait. You get, a, you get some rice if you, you get a bag of rice if you throw your homie in jail. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's it's what I'm coming. saying. Bro, it's it's literally happening when COVID shit happened. It's like they test. You're right, bro. I mean, you're not, I mean, you are right quite often, but it was a test, bro. They fucked up. They didn't go as planned. That's what happened. And now they're like, shit, bro. I thought this was going to be worse. I really thought they even, they thought COVID was going to actually be more effective. Because yeah. I'm straight up. I don't believe that this happened, this happened, this happened. It went from the fucking Yuhan laboratory, bro. The Corona laboratory in Yuhan, China. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, But man? you know what? <gasps> Remember those truckers up in Canada? The ones that got stuck and then money got froze? Money got frozen. Taken. Taken. Well, yeah. Taken. Oh, taken? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was taken. Zoop right out oh, of the I account. Oh, I knew that it was frozen. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually and, know and that. Any, and, and anybody that gave them money yeah. at the same time. The, Zoop the, right out of the system. How did they do that? <laughs> How do they take their like Bitcoin and stuff? If if you are in this digital oh, because, system, because your bank is associated with this, so therefore we shut off your account. Mm-hmm. So you can't. There's no transactions. You might be getting money, but it's not going anywhere. So it's literally okay. I get you. I get so you. So the question is: Is in this country where we believe in things like free speech, <laughs> what happens if you speak out against the system? Well, I mean, it already you go to jail. You get locked up by the truth police. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Bro, um, <sighs> do you know about how many people were arrested last year for hate speech? I do not. And it's not even, not even hate speech, but it's talking about speech that is against, just against the other side. I don't either, but... <laughs> I thought you were going to have some... I know, I know. This and motherfucker then, is coming out with some information and then... Yeah. Not giving well, it to us. Yeah, well, I just didn't. All I know is that it was a stupid number. I remember I was listening to a podcast and my number was like a hundred times less. I was like, I don't know, maybe like a hundred and something. And it was like in the thousands mm. of people that were arrested just for talking shit on the government in England though. This was the one in England. But I remember being like, wait, what? Mm. And I don't know, but yeah. Hey, I'll be back next week uh, with some more stats for Truth See, I think we're dealing with an information war, right? I think it's just one, another one of those things that's hurting. It's, it's, now we're in the information war of actually receiving the information, of actually having more than one side. Because mm-hmm. everything, like we say, is a bias. You know, that's either Fox or CNN. It's like the easiest way to say the world now. I think it's getting to a place where people aren't trusting anything. No, I think... Which, and, which means... And in turn, the other person. Which means even when you hear a truth, you don't you don't necessarily trust that, right? <clears throat> if lies can be established as unquestionable fact, the truth between fact and false belief is lost and we cannot remain objective. That was what I just said mm-hmm. a minute ago. Now, I want you to put this in perspective, right? The Nazis started advocating clear messages tailored to a broad range of people and their problems. Mm-hmm. The propaganda aimed to exploit people's fears and uncertainty and instability. Well, you're losing your you're losing your identity. The fear of unemployment. 
right? Mm-hmm. So this was following the 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 Austrian, the, the yeah. big depression, depression, right? Like yeah. when when the stock market and everything fell out. Um, Germany was particularly affected by the Wall Street crash. Wages fell thirty nine percent from the year nineteen twenty nine to nineteen thirty two. So you're talking about just a couple of years and their propaganda started to build at that time. And you know who they blamed for the, the crash? Probably Barack Obama. Well, I don't think he existed. That's a joke. joke. (laughs) Thanks Obama. But from, from 1929 to 1932, 39% the wages fell. Yeah. And, and the cost of stuff, yeah, it was it goes up crazy. Was, yeah, hyperinflation, kind of similar it. to where we are mm-hmm. today, right? Yep. Well, they basically blamed the Jewish bankers yeah. at the time. So this was some of the propaganda, right? They're going to give you a, a person to blame. You always there's always somebody to blame, right? And my question is: is who are we going to blame today? Is it going to be our actual governments? Are we going to look at our government and say these motherfuckers aren't to be trusted? Are we going to? Yeah, this We're- is what I'm wondering. We don't trust the news. We don't trust the governments. I mean, Look at our elections. So I was about to say elections. We don't even believe. Look at our elections. The thing is, though, it's like, bro, if you just. America's going to turn its back on America. America is very unbalanced right now. America's going to turn its back on America. 100%. And that's when civil wars happen. That's you where, I mean, <sighs> you have to pick a side. You Because, I mean, what are you going to do? Fly as an army of one? But I, but I think we're all on the same side. We're not though, because we're we just talked about we we are lynch mob. Yes, we are, but we that's not what we're ever being told. We're never going to be told that, and people are never going to do that because they're fucking idiots, gullible, and all that shit, bro. But that's what it is. Like most people are fucking idiots. We've talked about this, and I apologize for saying that shit. See, I don't think that people are, you, are, you, are idiots. I, I think know people you, are very intelligent when I you know, talk to them individually. I, you talk to a certain type of person, bro, in Ooh, your life. I talk to everybody. You say that. Ooh. But I'm saying right now, it's like, bro, you talk to people here in Washington State. So it's like you don't talk to everybody. I'm from Florida. I, I talk understand. To a lot of- okay, bro. I, okay, man. All right. You want to do this? No, like no, you don't I do all these, all these technic, technical, oh, technically, it's like, bro. So what I think is that, that most people have an intellect, but I think that we've been prepared to think a certain way because of the schooling system that we have. I, yeah. And once you enter into the workplace... Yeah, I know, man. That's the truth. We all know that. We've talked to... I mean, that's what we've established. We this know is what that. we've established. But it's not what happens. I don't think that people are prepared for the propaganda. I know that. And you give people, you've, we've talked about this. You give people a lot more credit than I do. Mm. And we've talked about that on many times on this podcast to where you, well, no, I mean, I just, I literally (laughs) talk to people all day long. You know, that's what I do for a living. So sometimes I, I mean, at least once a day I say, what the fuck, man? Mm. Like, or, or, oh, you're serious. Mm. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize. I thought you were joking. So, bro, there are some dummies. Okay. Well, I've, I've ran in the dumb. I knew a dude one time that set his glove on fire and tried to put it out with his other glove. Perfect. And then that one was on oh, fire. And I couldn't help him because I was laughing. So yeah. Hard. Yeah, for sure, man. But, but you're not oh. wrong. There, We do have a system that isn't catered to even knowing the truth. So, I mean, in that case, you are right. But I, or I still think that most people are. We lack critical thinking is what I think that you're trying to say. No, 
No, I most some people are fucking idiots. Yeah, they're dumb. Okay, okay, yep. right. I know what I'm saying. Dumb. I'm, but but I, not y'all. Some <laughs> some. If you're questioning it, go look in the mirror again. He thinks y'all are dumb. Ah, uh, some some. He's well, not more, the people listening to this podcast. No, absolutely not. You're all smart. Right? Yeah. Well, and we then, got that one dumb motherfucker out well, there. Well, there's probably two. Probably two by and now. And if you're questioning, if it's you. Mm. So so this is something, and and maybe you can guess who said this. He said. Now you know it's a heat that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> no one can say your propaganda is too rough, hmm? too mean. These are not criteria by which it may be characterized. It not never be decent, nor it ought to be gentle or soft or humble. It ought to lead to success. I mean, I don't know who that is. Eh? Goebbels, Joseph Goebbels. The man that was in charge of the propaganda. I was like, wait, wasn't that the, I was like the propaganda head of the Nazis? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, I didn't that, know that name. I didn't think, know he said that quote, but yeah, he didn't. He and he didn't care if if it was truth or if it was lies or whatever. He says the propaganda can't be too rough. So you can be rough as fuck, right? Can't be too mean. Think about the media and the messaging that we're getting today. It's rough sometimes. It's like they didn't even like. Loosen it up first before they jam that motherfucker in there sometimes, right? He said that these are not criteria that, that it should be characterized. Hmm. It shouldn't be decent. Think about the media that we have. Is it decent? It doesn't need to be gentle. It doesn't need to be soft or humble. It ought to lead to success. Hmm. Now, the question is, is what, what does the propaganda that exists today, is it to pit us against one each other? Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's one of the ways that we're being herded. Is it to lose faith in our voting system? Because it seems that way with the last few presidential elections. For sure. To lose faith in, in the <laughs> politics that we I have. I think they're still, still doing some shit in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're, we're just going to let them swoop in and say, you know what, we're going to take care of y'all. Your money problems, your food problems. We got you. We got you. Just relax. Yeah, you can have all this if you just give us your vote. Yeah, so I think it's, I think just wait in your get... lifetime, bro. You're gonna hear what I just said. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna give you everything you want, but just don't vote for anything yeah. ever again. And we'll also take your student debt away because it's a fake number anyway. Oh, don't get me started. How much do you think that that propaganda exists in the United States? Uh, well, I mean, it happens a lot, man. Um. I think it happens every single day because I don't, I don't know if everything is as bad as it is, but I also don't know if things are as good mm. as certain things are. Like we may be doing better than we actually know. And the only things we hear are the negatives, you know, like we say, um, it's the same thing. Like you never hear that more white people are actually shot by police officers than black people. If mm. you, I mean, you, if you hear that, you're like, what, you know, there's certain things or when, if you didn't know that there, you know, statistically, if you just said this, it's like, yeah, man, more white people are on welfare. In anything, but like, unless you know these things or go out and do research, bro, you're not going to know. And that's what's so terrifying because it's so easy to skew something. If you have just a spokesperson, mm. you know, your president saying it, if you have your, the person who's leading your country lying to you, how are you supposed to know any different? You know, it's like your parents lying to you when you're a kid, you wouldn't know, you know, my, I have a coworker who laughs. She goes, it's always eight o'clock because mm. her, her son's bedtime's eight o'clock. So she's always like, yep, it's eight o'clock. And he's like, what? <laughs> so, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's just a, 
I just have so much, I just wish that things could be better. And it's just, I'm just, I'm such a fatalist and it's sad sometimes. Do you know who brother Ali is? The rapper? Yeah. I've heard of him. You know that song, Uncle Sam, Goddamn? I've heard it before. But that's the one I've been playing a lot. I know. That's the one I've been playing a lot. I was trying to say. like we- His album, The Undisputed Truth, uh, was heavily criticized, um, where he heavily criticized the United States political system. Uh, he had a, a song, if you haven't heard it, called Uncle Sam Goddamn, released in 2007. It quickly gained a lot of attention. And then shortly after, the United States Department of Homeland Security froze his money. Froze the money that was transferred to the record label. Hmm. Crazy. So, so free speech. <laughs> it ain't free, bro. Free speech. I guess you could say what you want, but you you damn sure could lose all your money. Yeah, you can say what you want, but you have to be able to deal with the consequences. Mm. You can say whatever the fuck you want, mm. but you have to be willing to deal with the consequences. Unfortunately. You know who Senator John Lewis is? He, the black guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said during a speech addressing Harvard University, um, perhaps our forefathers came to America aboard different ships. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. Right? <laughs> That's funny. That's a great quote. And, and through quite different circumstances. <laughs> Another fact. However, as Americans today, we're all in the same boat. What a well-constructed quote. What a well-constructed quote. That's a fan- I've never heard that. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. It is one of the most tremendous things I've ever heard. And it's true. Good. It's true. Why I like Biggie compared to Tupac is exactly like simple words yes. making drastic impact. Drastic. Bro, that's a big, big quote. How I never heard that blows my mind because usually I hear some cool well, shit. Well, he just said it in 2018 and it was, like I said, it was a, it was, it was a speech to Harvard graduates. Still though, bro, like, that's, that's a quotable thing to where you would see it on a meme. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like usually you... I know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just surprised I've never. Dude, your family came here. My family came here. All in different circumstances. His family came here. Oh, I thought you said but, a boat. I was like, no, my family swam across. Any way that we all get here, it's, it's different joke, circumstances. Bro. It's a joke, man. <sighs> <sighs> Is that where the term wet back comes from? <laughs> yeah, dog. It's no working hard in the sun, bro. Oh, I, I, I will get myself in trouble if I talk too much. So <laughs> I give you, I, I at least give you a brown card. You can that, have that one at least. That that thing where we're all in the same boat. This is yeah. my message, yeah. right? This this Willie Lynch stuff that's getting us to divide, the schools that don't prepare us to think very much or to, to get through the propaganda or even the laws that protect us, right? Where we go to work, we work so much, constant working, and then you go into consumption mode when you're not working. But since 2020, everything's been ramped up. Everything's been ramped up. I mean, it seems to be every time you turn around, there's another problem, right? Like we we have been at a prolonged point of of nuclear war could happen at any time. Yeah, the doomsday clock's been at eleven fifty nine. Yeah, for like for for a long since like time. World war two. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's it's been there. Recently with the Ukraine stuff and everything that's been going on. Like oh, we No, I'm saying like it's been at eleven fifty nine, like fifty six, fifty seven for like ever. 
I, I mean, I, I so think... there was there was a Cuban Missile Crisis that lasted about lasted about two weeks, mm-hmm. right? All of America stopped dead in their tracks. They are holding their breath, mm-hmm. right? We are unfazed. People almost don't even know. <laughs> some people don't even know that this is going on. Yeah. I mean, that's you, what... you just saw the movie Oppenheimer, right? No. Well, what is that movie there? I didn't, what are you talking about? You didn't see that movie? I mean, I'm just joking. Yeah, I saw it. Come you on, know. man. Yeah. What was your impression of seeing that movie in the theater, Nuclear War? What was your impression? It wasn't as terrifying because I've lived past when it was used. Hmm. So, I mean, I, it's terrifying, obviously, but. You know, not the, the fact that we now know what it does, you know, everyone now knows, like they talked about, I don't want to give spoiler alerts. Actually, you know what? It's a, it's already fucking happened. It's like that's ti- spoiler alert. The Titanic sinks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. The, the nuclear bomb goes off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, you, we don't got to talk about yeah. the movie itself, but, but, the, the, but sitting there when that nuclear explosion but, goes but off. But it didn't, it didn't affect me. Ooh. Like I, cause I knew it, bro. Like I, you I knew it was coming. Yeah. It wasn't like, <gasps> see, I knew it was coming. And yet I, I felt like this with the sound system. That was so, it was the sound okay. system. I got what you're saying. And the image. Oh bro. It was big. And no, it, okay. I'm downplaying. It didn't shock me. I guess there was no shock value to me. Mm. Like that's more what I'm getting at, but it was cr- Dude, it was awesomely filmed. It's not it like was. I'm saying. It's not like I'm saying like, oh, stupid or anything. But it wasn't. It's like when I, I don't know. I knew it was going to happen, bro. So it wasn't like, oh my god, I can't, you know. Well, but, here's the thing. A, a neurophysicist will tell you this. Mm-hmm. As soon as we start watching a movie, or as soon as we start watching television, the brain waves in us go to subliminal places. I've, have I said this on there? Subconscious. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. The subconscious mind. I don't think you ever have. Oh, well, I was in, yeah. I mean, if you ever want to see the future, just watch a movie. No, no, no. What I mean no, by- No, I know that. But I'm saying even the undertones of everything, man. If you want to know the future, it's all in there. Like, if you Literally, if you mm. want to know the plan, sit there and think about what's going on long enough and you'll figure it out. Like, and I really believe that because mm. it's all in front of you. You have to condition someone to make the sheep fucking walk. Mm. It's Pop, Pavlov. Well, when you're talking about a movie like that, all those, that place was sold out, right? Packed. Okay. Because it took us a very long time to get food. There, there's people together. Yeah. More so in a movie theater than most places. It was silent. And we're having this collective experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of seeing something. Now your brain. For the first time. For the first time. Yeah. And even though your brain is looking at a film and you know this is a movie, your brain on a lot of levels does not know that this is not reality. 100%. And I'm going to give you advice to everyone out there. That's why auto-suggestion works. Mm. Your brain can't tell the difference. So if you tell yourself everything is okay and everything is great, eventually things will turn out to be good and great. It's just how the brain works. You don't have any other choice, which is a good thing. I know how negative that just sounded and I didn't mean it to be negative. So a minute ago we were talking about um, the Nazis and the propaganda, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. Office of War Information had a unit dedicated exclusively to Hollywood, the Bureau of Motion Pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How original. Between 1942 and 1945, the Bureau reviewed 
1,652 scripts revising or discarding anything that portrayed the U.S. as unfavorable, including any material that made Americans seem oblivious to the war or anti-war. And remember, we talked about this at one time, the the character of the femme fatale. Do you Mm. remember the character of the femme fatale? Yeah. Um, If you were listening to this podcast, you didn't hear that episode during the war of World War II, women were shown in film as, as being strong, independent, empowered, could do anything. Um, because ironically, we needed them to work in the factories while the men were gone. Mm-hmm. But right after the war, there's a, a, a character trope that started to appear called the femme fatale in a bunch of movies. And in all of these movies, the women were portrayed, if they were independent thinkers, as dangerous. And it usually brought death. That's where the femme fatale character comes from. So like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit was the femme fatale character, right? Mm-hmm. She was going to bring the death of Roger Rabbit, right? It was it was her that was the dangerous one. I'm not bad. I was just drawn that way. <laughs> Another good line. So like this is the way that it works. Like, we, we need you to go to work, ladies. Now that the war is over, we need you to um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. What is that? What is that from? I just need you to shut the fuck up. I think that was from me. I said no, that. It's, from, it's in a movie. No, I said that on the podcast. No, a I few know weeks that. No, it's in a movie, man. I just need you to shut the fuck up. So the Oppenheimer film, right? It, it, the psychological impact that I felt was pretty strong. And here we've got large groups of people collectively experiencing this emotional impact of the film, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said, what's interesting is that the neurophysicist tells us the, the way that consciousness experiences film and television. And I just talked about this a minute ago, but I think it's something to, to think about just a little bit. While we may not be physically entrenched in our favorite film, research from neuroscientists and psychology suggests that movies and television um, – give this impact that is just like a real life experience to mm-hmm. the mind. Um, movies, television put us into a hypnotic state. Literally within seconds of turning on a TV, our brain waves lower to an alpha state, which is where we are most impressionable. Watching can also negatively impact the activity of the uh, front polar regions of the brain, which is associated with intelligence. So our intelligence can actually be infected by watching television and movies. Interesting. If movies can challenge our, our ideas of the world and stereotypes, it can create and instill an impression of life or the mind, right? Mm-hmm. If it gives us an emotional release, they can also stir up negative emotions. So mm-hmm. you go to something like the, the, the movie that we watched this past week, the Oppenheimer film, Right. And, and collectively, you're sitting there with a bunch of other Americans. Very impressionable, you know, <laughs> very impressionable. There's, there's like a, a respect that I felt for this nuclear war when, when I'm sitting in this picture show, you know. And, and what I'm curious about, and this is what I'm curious about, what are some of the major narratives that we're seeing in films these days? What's the narratives that we've been seeing? Equality. Mm-hmm. Um, the hero is not heroes now doesn't always have to be a man um, a lot of a lot of 
I don't know, man. I what happened to James Bond? Well, I mean, he, they picked a new one. It's going to be a female next. Is it? Yes, it is. That's what I just. Well, I just said that. But that's what I'm saying. And not that I have a problem nah, with females. I do. Being not female. Bro, I'm so tired of this shit. I'm going to go in. I'm going in. Go in. Bro, it's a fucking fictional character, bro. Right. Okay. I don't give a fuck if Jane. Okay. If I wanted him to be black, guess what? I would have called him black, bro. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. Like, bro, I, I watched the new Ninja Turtles. Okay. April O'Neil is a tall white reporter from New York, bro. She ain't some black girl. Like, and I don't, I'm not racist, bro, but I want it to be the original. Like, I don't want, I don't want the last airbender to be white. That's I want right. him to be Asian. Right. I'm watching it here. I don't want Mike Tyson to be played by, you know, Brad Pitt. Look what they did with Kung Fu. Remember that show Kung Fu? Oh, bro. David yeah. Carradine. Da yeah. Well, I mean, even. They could have had Bruce. Dude, um, Dragon Ball Z, even if you go like that far, it was a white guy that played the main character. Mm. It's like, bro, it's, I just, I don't, I get so crazy about this stuff, man. I, it's like. Well then, write if you don't like it, then write a write a fucking script. Then <laughs> write, write a fucking script. Like I don't know, bro. I get crazy about this shit. It's so wild, and people are going, "Why do you care so much?" I was like, "Cause I, uh, man, I want a ninja, I want my Ninja Turtle to be a turtle. <laughs> it's not like oh, I, I identify as an elephant, or I don't. Well, no, you I identify as a turtle. Like no, you're an elephant, dog. That's funny. I said dog. Okay, I'm done being crazy. Lies. You know, and, and one of the things, this is, this is one of the things that has um, kind of concerned me. Um, if you look at who actually invests in films here in America, do you realize? Foreign money. Oh, like 35%. Yeah. And, and China is the biggest investor. And they make films specifically for that market. Yes. They do posters specifically for that market. And Colored people are taken out more often in that market. And there's a message. And, you know, like like we've talked about uh, Forrest Gump, right? Like, beautiful film, very entertaining, but we should be aware of the underlying message. And the same thing with any of the films that we watch, right? Um, in January, Paramount Pictures, uh, Beijing-based uh, media group, Ha Hawaii, I don't even know how to say it, um, had agreed to invest $1 billion in studio movies here in this country. $1 billion. That's a fucking shit ton. It's like 10, it's like three, four major motion well, pictures. it depends. Yeah, it depends. It but depends. I'm, I'm just going big. Depends. Uh, but then they changed their mind. In recent years, foreign investors from China and other countries, like I said, have financed as much as 35% on film budgets, uh, according to industry financing sources, right? But- Right now, they're like, oh, we're cool. We don't need that shit no more. <laughs> you think that the messages that they want are established? I think there's just other cheaper means of giving your information away. Hmm. You know, one of the things that they um, produced was the Hunger Games films. <laughs> interesting. It is interesting. Interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. Is that where we're headed? Eventually. People if, think that, I think. I, I Well, it's already, I mean, districts are real. Districts are real. Areas are real. Which district are you going to be in? Me? I'm going to keep working my ass off, so I'll make sure to be in District 1. I'm going to be eating steak and lobsters. Mm. Or I'm going to be a revolutionist in District 12. 
if that's how many there are, I don't even know. 13 maybe. Now I feel like this episode, like we haven't, but. We didn't really talk about anything, but we talked no, about a lot of things. Yeah. We talked about, we, we raised questions. I feel you. I, yeah. I, I don't even really, I was I, like, we really didn't talk about It's much. almost like we weren't even going anywhere. Well, it's crazy. Because yeah. we're not. It's crazy because we're not. This is why <laughs> I say we might need to spend a little bit more time on this because I brought up some some topics. Yeah, man. And I was very emotional today. And you were I'm very, not, you were usually very I emotional. I, I gotcha. I usually don't get you that. You got way. got. Yeah, man. Thanks. Don't get got. All right. So <laughs> maybe I'm the idiot. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I just got played by myself. You just got <laughs> played by yourself. There, there's three distinct stories going on in, in this song. Um, I, I started off with the hook, right? But I'm just gonna say what the first verse is now, and then and then tell me if tell me if you kind of get where we're going with this, and then we're gonna focus on the other verses for the next two weeks. Okay, I okay. like that. I like okay. that. I've really liked this topic. This by is, the way, this is a big I've one. Had, I've been a lot more emotional today. Like I said, invested. so so I I think this is one of those songs that if somebody hears the lyrics, they might not get what the fuck I'm talking about. But if you frame it with what we talked about today, maybe you will. Will we get shot, got amid shock? Whips crack, fears clock. Tastes we got a kick and pop. Kung fu chicken lip type of hot. Broken headline rage, breaks wave after wave. Fake news, holla age, chokes us into frame. Amen, we say and why. Define it, mayhaps I could bite. But truth just empty lips that don't know the words they give. Mm. All about propaganda. And the, the, the whips crack, fears clock. I mm-hmm. think this is what we've been getting a big dose of for a while is fear. And that's one of the things that gets us got. It's the easiest way to control people. So I kind of want you to kind of take a little bit of a lead next week, even okay. though you don't know what the next verse is. That's fine. I can, I'll be fine. And I think I'm going to be responding because I want you to take us in the conspiracy direction. Let's go. So I've, I've put out some stuff. I want you to talk about some conspiracies right. I can, concerning these topics. That's per, I can think of three off the top of my head already. So oh. I'm excited. Um, all right. Well, hey, mm. it was fantastic mm. hanging with you again mm. this week. Don't get got. Don't. And if I can give you any advice, go start buying some gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figure out figure out how to grow some food. Figure out how to grow some gold. And let's see if we can get a right to garden law passed here in the state of Washington. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Truth to power. We out. Andre's friend Yvonne is supposed to meet him in Philadelphia. Yeah, Andre gonna bone that skank. Can you please shut up? Mr. Presbo is trying to teach us something. You shut up, bitch. He ain't teaching me nothing. Yvonne, though, is coming from New York. Okay. Sometimes you see things in the news that makes you wonder. Was it all staged? Is this propaganda? Is this even real? Like, I don't know. Do you remember on 9-11... Remember our president? First off, did you see the way that baby Bush snapped into action on 9-11? It's really exciting for me to be here. I want to thank Ms. Daniels for being a teacher. I want to thank Gwen for being a principal. And I want to thank you all for practicing reading so much. It's really important. It was at this moment that he knew. 
he fucked up. You know, after he finished reading the children's book, the pet goat, to a classroom of second graders. When his people told him, hey man, the shit is going down. Well, he could have whispered back, listen, I want to find out what happens to this little goat. For now, go to smoke them out protocol. Go get them. Shit, at least we would have had some directions. Uncle Sam let the pit bull off the leash. Now, some people say that Baby Bush did the right thing. He didn't freak out the kids. Now, I'm not saying that he should have jumped up with an NRA chubby screaming, All right, you little bastard, grab your gun. It's on. But who here in America, when you found out what was going on on 9-11, didn't stop whatever it is you were fucking doing to watch this shit happen on TV? Even 9-11 crack whores popped a penis out of their mouth to get a good look at the television. Hold up, babe. Just let me sit like this so I can see. So you're telling me that the one dude that actually had the power to do something just sat there, comfortable, among children. Now those kids may have wondered why Baby Bush handed the book to the teacher. He could have said, I have to go make boom booms. Those little waterheads would understand. They're not that far away from diapers that they couldn't use their imagination. I think Baby Bush could have come up with some kind of a lie on the spot. He had the practice. And they were on his level. Those second graders. I don't know. But one thing I like in a present is the ability to prioritize. To think on their feet. And to let the dogs out of the cage when under attack. For as long as he sat there during an attack, we had no acting president. We had a non-acting reader-in-chief. So, let me, Picasso, paint a picture, if you will. There you are. You're across the street and your neighbor's watching the Super Bowl. And your buddy says to you, Earl! Earl, a group of dudes just kicked in your door. You don't react. You're watching the fucking Super Bowl. Come on, man. Throw a flag. Hey, Earl. Hey, man, give me a minute, okay? They're on the five-yard line. Earl, your wife Rochelle, she just screamed. I think I heard a gunshot. Earl doesn't react. Give me a fucking second here. I've got 300 bones on this game. Oh, shit, Earl. That was your little girl that made that noise. Hey, you want I should go? Throw, throw, throw the goddamn ball. Goddamn to the blue shirt, jackass. Now, here's my question. Who would just sit there watching the game as a band of marauders is putting the meat to Rochelle? Well, I suppose the president that likes to read during 9-11. Then there was the whole debacle with the weapons of mass collusion. Well, maybe I'm wrong. But I think we could have called it in better than the Ernest Goes to Iraq version of Baby Bush that we got. 
When it comes to propaganda, I think reality is just up for grabs. Maybe we should try a pick-your-own-adventure form of news. What kind of reality do you want to be in today? I guess I just can't help feeling that the whole reading to second graders was a little bit framed for the public view. Now, I don't know if you were a supporter of Baby Bush or against. Does it really matter anymore? I'm just starting to doubt the reality that we're given. Well, this has been the Truth to Power podcast. I am Curious G. Thank you for sticking through this episode. If you're feeling a bit confused, it's just kind of one of those episodes where we might have raised more questions than offered answers. But we're setting the stage and working through the topic of propaganda. Doesn't propaganda kind of do that anyway? Leave us kind of wondering which direction we're going? Well, we're going to try to clarify things moving forward. Until then, I am Curious G, and this is the Truth to Power podcast. Thank you for your time. Come on!